The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Victoriously, sin has no dominion over me. I am free, I am free. Jesus broke the chains that fettered me. I am free, I am free. When I called for Jesus to come in. There I was, a new creation being. God rescued me from failure, gave to me his nature, recreated me a priest and king. Sin has no dominion over me. I am free, I am free. Jesus broke the chains that fettered me. I am free, I am free. Righteous brand new man, that's what you see. And consciousness is fading rapidly By meditating day and night I began to see the light That I'm the righteousness of God in Christ And sin has no dominion over me I am free, I am free Jesus broke the chains that fettered me I am free, I am free Sin has no dominion over me I am free, I am free Jesus broke the chains that fettered me I am free, I am free
This is the hour of anointing. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. It's declared in God's word, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hebrews 11.6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. Fear is the opposite of faith. We are either in faith or we're in fear. The two cannot exist in the same place at the same time. Fear is Satan's number one weapon against the Christian. Through the word of God, you can banish fear from your life. I'm going to pray a prayer with you this morning. Put a hand up to the Lord or on your heart or, or just kind of some, some sign to God that you're praying, and I want you to pray this. I'm going to pray this over you. Father God, I thank you for your wonderful word, which is spirit and life to us. We thank you that the word sets us free. We thank you for the anointing that resides upon us and breaks the yoke from the bondage of fear. In Jesus' name, amen. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Well, what has he given us? God has given us the spirit of power. Another word for power would be authority. He's given us authority and of love and of a sound mind. The strongest thing going in the world is love. The next thing that's strong in the world is faith. The next strongest thing. The Greek word for fear is phobos. That's the word from which we get our English word phobia. Fear is a phobia, which becomes more intense as a person would think on it, feed on it, and allow it to stay in the realm of reason and become more involved in it through the thinking processes. That's why we're to cast down imaginations, as it tells us in the book of Corinthians, that we must cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. God's word says that uh, he has, speaking of Jesus, done all things well. God's word says that he's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Of course, the devil, he will come with fear thoughts and he will bring thoughts. And at first, they're not always just fear thoughts. It's like thoughts of reason. He usually traps us basically of reasoning out things from his viewpoint, and he'll bring us just a reasoning thought. And the farther we go in thinking that and letting an image begin to uh, form in our mind, then he begins to feed fear into it. Phobos means uh, flight, dread, or terror. A person who has a phobia tends to be nervous, flighty in his reactions. He dreads facing certain things or people and is terrified by the object of his fear or his phobia. Then another Greek word we've looked up here uh, is uh, dahlia, the fearfulness that the Apostle Paul speaks of in 2 Timothy 1 and 7 when he says God has not given us the spirit of uh, dahlia or fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Now this kind of fear is never used in a positive sense because it denotes cowardliness and timidity. And yet another word for fear in Greek is eulabiaia which means caution. It can also mean reverence. And we use it when we're speaking of the fear that is in love, that, that we would fear God with, to fear him. That means to uh, respect him, reverence him. It also has to do with the fear of our Heavenly Father in this sense that we uh, give him great reverence and we, and we respect him. We are cautious in the way we obey him and in the way that we do his work. Have you ever felt yourself shaking inside because you were afraid of a certain situation? Now, that kind of fear is entromos, which means trembling with fear. The best word of all that has to do with fear is 
aphobos, and this word actually means without fear. One of the places it's found in the Bible is Luke 1 and 74, and I read, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without aphobos, or without fear. Aphobos implies being without fear among the Lord's people as the Lord's servant. At times, we can be fearful of other Christians and their opinions of us, or what we do or don't do. You can imagine all the opinions we get in the ministry here about what we're supposed to do and supposed not to do. <laughs> People frequently feel led to tell us uh, what we should do in a particular situation, and we appreciate the good things. We, we, we'll sort through those. Sometimes there will be 15 such opinions offered, all different and all from the Lord, and you have to reach the place that your priorities are following the Lord and His Word regardless of whether or not you are pleasing people. If you're a leader of a Sunday school class or some other group, you must follow Jesus and stand uncompromisingly on God's word. If you get involved in what other Christians think, you can really have some problems. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There's another scripture in Philippians 1, and it's actually verse 14, which the word aphobos is used, and many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. This means that you need not to be afraid of how a person is going to react when you teach the word, minister the word, or share on a personal basis. You have the confidence that the word of God will not return void. And it tells us that in Isaiah 55. It will come to pass. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. An excellent scripture in Proverbs tells us how to keep ourselves free from fear. Whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. If you will hear God's word, because the word is his voice, and listen to what God is saying, you will be quiet from fear of evil. You will dwell in a safe place, keeping your ears tuned to the word which keeps you out of the realm of fear. And I don't mean reading the word a couple of times a week, but feeding on it every day, thinking about it, muttering the word, meditating the word, it'll bring peace to your spirit. You can examine that verse very closely. There's a pronoun there called there, T-H-E-I-R. In giving this account, the other gospels reveal that because Jesus was in a very crowded house, and because it was extremely difficult for the friends of the man to get to him, they led him down through the roof. Remember that story? They actually cut a hole in the roof and led him down into the presence of Jesus so he could receive healing. The man was sick of the palsy. What is palsy? It's a disease that causes various degrees of shaking and involuntary trembling. Think back to one of the meanings of fear, shaking and trembling. You may say, surely you don't think palsy can be caused by fear. Yes, I believe that. Look at what Jesus said to this man, shaking and helpless. He was in such bad state that when he was let down through that hole in the roof that uh, four men had to help him. The word says that Jesus saw the faith of the men who had brought the palsied man. He saw their faith. And this shows how we can have faith for people and we can join with them, cover them, use our faith for them because they're in fear. Sometimes we say if that person just had faith, he wouldn't be like that. He wouldn't be in that condition. And... Uh, if that person doesn't have faith, we need to have faith for him and with him. 
because it's our responsibility. Been talking about fear today, but faith. We've ended up by faith here. So you're either in fear or faith. And God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let's feed on God's word because the more we feed on God's word, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.